Amanda. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Conversation with Muse. Today, I have a super great episode for you guys. I have the talented, the incomparable, my family, Amanda Bailey in the building. Hi, Amanda. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with Muse. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. I'm really, really good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks for agreeing. Good. I know that the time zones are off right now. So thank you for even taking the time to come on board, right? Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I generally like to start the episodes with um, a really fun game. It's kind of like an icebreaker. We don't have to break the ice, right? <laughs> but I think it's great for people to just get an idea of who you are. So we'll play a little mm -hmm. game of this or that, right? Okay. Cool. So I'm going to ask you some simple questions and you can say this or that. Um, so it will be very simple, like coffee or tea, right? Um, okay. I feel like I know all of these, but I just want to test you on camera. <laughs> Girl, you know I'm fussy already. So <laughs> all right. So summer or winter? Summer, for sure. Coffee yeah, or summer. tea? None but tea, if it's herbal. If you have to. Okay. Um, yeah. Reading or watching a movie? Oh, that's hard. Um, that's actually hard because it's dependent on mood. Like I read a lot, yeah. but there's nothing nicer than just putting on a movie a and movie. not thinking. Like, so a movie, so a movie. movie. I'll go with a movie. All right, movie. Um, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. I, I still can't get my head around Twitter after how many years. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And shopping online or in-store shopping? Oh, um, I'm an in-store type of person. I like to see the material, make sure that it fits. And um, yeah, so definitely in-store. I haven't got time to be getting things in my house and then having to send it back. Right on it. Even in pandemic, that's crazy. Okay, and then the last one, um, a night at home or out with friends? Again, dependent on mood. I'm a homebody, <laughs> but if it's like, you know, it depends who I'm with as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that one's a this or that. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, so we can like, swing either way then. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So obviously, um, not obviously, but uh, Amanda is family. She is my cousin, and I really wanted to bring you on the show because you have so much happening for you right now. So tell the people a little bit about who you are, who is Amanda, and then we'll start there. Cool. So I'm Amanda, and... Um, how can I describe myself? Um, a free spirit, I would say. Don't I don't stick to social norms. I don't. You can't put me in a box. Originally from the UK, Jamaican background, and currently residing in Dubai. Um, and so I, what am I? I started. I started my own business last year. Virtual assistant. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. And um, I've also worked in like administration and real estate for the past. 10 years or so as well as like fashion but real estate within fashion as well so a bit of an all-rounder perfect perfect um so tell me a little bit about what we're going to jump into the full conversation but what is mm. a virtual assistant for people that because so i hear the term and i'm just like okay uh i know you guys do a lot but if you had to put your pulse on it what is a virtual assistant basically a personal assistant but virtually that's the easiest way to describe it and um a virtual assistant can do a plethora of things it's just dependent on what you need them for mm -hmm. so that could be admin tasks it, or social media and um, can do so many things 
um, it's dependent on the virtual assistant's skill set and you know the services that they offer as well as what the client needs basically Perfect. And then you said you started your business. Um, This story is so amazing. So I want you to tell the listeners your story of how you started your business in a pandemic, essentially. Um, So I was with Monique in Jamaica. (laughs) Um, Well, no, first of all, I think it was about 2017, 18. We were actually in Antigua. And I remember saying to you, I'm going to set up a business I know that I'm going to set up a business I don't know what or how I'm going to do it and left it at that then yeah we were in Jamaica for our cousin's wedding last year and um left the UK thinking I'm going on a two-week holiday Mm -hmm. left my laptop everything and the only thing I had in my mind was like have I got my outfit for the wedding like is that in my suitcase that was all that was important and noodles because I requested noodles yeah <laughs> and I was like I was like yeah actually I remember packing them like they've got a fit they've got a fit so um get to Jamaica we as you know we had a fantastic time it was I think that's one of the best holidays yeah of my life. and we've been here quite a few holidays and we yeah, actually that, went that, the weekend the month before like a month and a half before because we were there for December and then yeah. we came back in March in February yeah. or March yeah yeah um so get to Jamaica, have the best time. And one of my friends also flies out. So we're we're just cruising around Jamaica, having a holiday. And then we're hearing about the pandemic, mm-hmm. still in our own little world. And then it was, your flight's cancelled. Huh? What do you mean my flight's cancelled? Can't get home. So I was, we were um, trying to convince ourselves that that wasn't the case. So reading the fine print and like, oh, no, they couldn't do this. Um, because we travel via America. Mm-hmm. So our Esthers had been revoked. Yes. And, you know, first world problems like, what? What's in the UK? <laughs> that can't be happening to us. Um, so we decided to go to the airport anyway. But in that moment, actually, in the, um, so that was like two days before. And the morning of, I was like, it kind of feels like the world is, en- um, the world is ending at this time. So maybe I will stay with my family here in Jamaica. Okay. Because if anything happen I can't get back to my parents um and at the time my great-grandma was ill as well so I was just Mm -hmm. like you know something happens I can't get back to her so um I dropped my friend off to the airport and something said let me stick around so I was like I'm gonna go island grill real quick and get some food and um and then I get a call on my mobile saying man I can't get home like it's true they've revoked our esters we cannot cannot get home like I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, what are we going to do? So um, it was a Wednesday. And as a frequent flyer, I knew that British Airways was leaving from Kingston. We were in my base. So I was like, if you can get on a British Airways flight, I'll get you to Kingston. She was like, okay. So we're ringing around, ringing around. She eventually gets a flight that she had to pay above the odds for. It was one of the last flights leaving Jamaica. So um, I get her, she leaves everything. That's a other than a story in itself because she was like, that flight was like soul plane. It was mad. Um, <laughs> so then I decided to stay in the first few days. It's like, okay, cool. And then I was meant to start work. But mm-hmm. like I said, I'd left my laptop. And so you were going to be UK. working remotely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it got to the day, like, if I'd got back to the UK, I would have been going to work. Okay. But bearing in mind, I'd actually been off work 
um, since January, I had like problems with my back and stuff. So I actually haven't seen my office since last year, January. Okay. And um, so get to, yeah, I, I call them and I'm like, listen, I can't leave Jamaica right now. Um, but I'm still going to work remotely. They're like, okay. But I was like, I haven't got a laptop, so I'm actually going to go and buy one. And they're like, okay. So I went to Pricemart and I got a refurbished laptop. And um, I was doing that for a while, working, getting up at three o'clock in the morning because of the time di- mm-hmm. difference, and then finishing by 11 a.m. And then it was just, I just had the rest of the day. Everyone, it's curfew now, so you just got to stay in your house. Mm-hmm. And I never talked to myself like this, but I just said, Amanda, if you do not do something with this time, you are an idiot. Like, you're just an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sat down and I built a website in two days. Like, I literally just built a website. I've never built a website for anything. And I was like, So exactly what you I told am. me back in Antigua in, what, 2017 or 18, whenever that was, when we were there, you kind of said, mm-hmm. okay, in 2020, this is a time to do it. Mm. What was it that made you decide that you wanted to switch? Well, you wanted to kind of something that you thought about two or three years ago that you finally wanted to jump into it or on the flip side of that, what was hindering you from the time you said, I, this is what I want to do to actually saying, okay, let me do it. Self-belief, definitely self-belief. Um, so yeah, not believing in myself. And the second, I think it was just the frequency of being in Jamaica, being around my mom, being around my grandma. Um, and then I think a couple of days later, like my great, no, it was a couple of days before my great grandma had passed. And maybe it was just that, like the spirit memory as well. And just being like, the best way to describe myself, I felt like, um, I I remember I went at one point in Jamaica, I went to um, the mountain with my dad and I was standing there and I went silent. And he was like, you're right, you're really silent. And I said, I'm home. Like I felt like ancestors and people like, whispered in my ear saying, your home and I felt like I was just filled with gold like if I was in Super Mario I'd be chasing after them gold <laughs> like and I full up like yeah that yeah. is the yeah I, I think my frequency just changed and it was this thing of like you're limitless and you can do anything and I've, I've been that way in other areas of my life like you know I love traveling I would jump on a plane I would do things by myself mm-hmm. but when you want to start your own business you can only depend on yourself. It's your own vision as well. Like no one else has that vision. And so it's having that self-belief and to be confident, to put yourself out to the world and know that there's going to be judgment. There's going to be critique and learn to um, kind of back them off. And I don't care. So yeah, I think I've just got to a point in my life where I was like, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's so that's so important to recognize those moments, right? Because a lot of people get mm-hmm. those and Oprah called those aha moments. And a lot of mm-hmm. people get those mm-hmm. and they don't um, hang on to it and kind of propel themselves into the next thing. So that's really amazing that you were able to hone in and say, you know what, this is the moment. There's no other time like the now. And um, I do want to yeah. switch gears a little bit. Um in you starting actually in you starting the business you decided that you know what I'm here in Jamaica and I'm just going to find something to replace what I had going on in the UK right so how did you get into um how did you book your first client let's even start there because a lot of people that's the hardest step right getting their first client for a new business um how were you able to secure your first client I literally put myself on Instagram using hashtags 
And someone found me through one of the hashtags, DM'd me, and it was a lady in America. She needed help with her website and email marketing. And I was like, cool. And it was the happiest feeling ever. I was like, oh my God, I've actually got a client. Like someone wants to work with me. And I think once you get momentum, keep going, keep going, referrals. And yeah, it it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, one of the best days of my life. (laughs) Yeah, that's the (laughs) hardest thing is to get a client, right? So once you get your first time, it's like, oh, oh, I'm in a groove now. That boosts you. Yeah, that boosts you. And you're like, okay, she came. I don't know her. She's in New York. I'm in Jamaica. Like, I I have no clue. Um, And so, yeah, and once I got that, I was just like, I got this. Got this. I love it. I love it. Now, you recently rebranded, right? You rebranded mm-hmm. your, um, the virtual assistant business. Talk to it about. Talk to us a little bit about AB Consultancy um, and what that is yeah. and in the direction that it's taken. So um, I switched from, like, Amanda Bailey VA to AB Consultancy just because I want to bring others on board. Also thinking in a business mindset, five, 10 years down the line, I might have investors that, you know, might want to invest in me and I don't want to sell my name as it were. Mm-hmm. So um, I rebranded for that purpose. And also I'm now kind of weaving out of VA. There was a lot that I learned in this first year of business and I've been very fortunate to learn it. Um, I wouldn't say lucky because I don't believe in luck. <laughs> it's very fortunate having, you know, the preparation, meeting the opportunity. And so through my time, it got to summer. So I was like, um, June, July, August, four months, five months in. And I was ram-packed, like literally ram-packed. And it's what you do as um, a new business owner. Yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Looking mm-hmm. at them coins, money's coming in. But like, as me one, I can't do, actually, I, I did hire someone to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized that I can't do everything myself. Um, and I wasn't given the service that these clients, um, that I was promising these clients okay. and that they deserved as well. And so what that got me looking at was client experience. And um, we look at customer service, but we don't look at client experience. Mm. Like, how is it? And that is really taken off now because a lot of things are going online. Yeah. Um, so I looked at client experience and I also looked at the way businesses as a whole onboard new clients. And so I fundamentally come up with my own um, framework that I use now to offer gap analysis and audits for client experience and onboarding from like onboarding new client to their um to you know you they them finding you how are they finding you mm-hmm. to um to them coming on a discovery call it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to convert them but I can give you tips and stuff um to make sure that that call goes well to what's the next step are you leaving them hanging or like is paperwork being sent out contract invoice proposal like just and letting the client know the next steps as well and keeping communication open all the way through the delivery of the service to the offboarding um and i found there was a great gap in the market like there's an yeah a massive gap and i was like this is needed so yeah that's primarily what i do now i love that so essentially you're helping businesses big small like all businesses do their onboarding process its initial so Mm -hmm. is it mostly agencies that you're working with or what kind of businesses are these 
Yeah, so mainly agencies I am um, working with at the moment. I do have some coaches as well. So I have two coaches and consultants, but mainly agencies. And it um, it doesn't matter if you're a startup or if you've been in business for a number of years, because a lot of people don't go back and audit the way that they do on board. Absolutely. Or like, you know, I had to, I didn't just start this. I'd done market research as well. I actually put research out there to make sure that this is a service that, um will be needed and people do want and a lot of the feedback that I got was just like it overwhelms me it's messy I don't have a process I do have a process but it's a bit outdated and so yeah I do I do like a gap analysis and I do a customer journey Mm -hmm. analysis as well so I get people to score themselves on certain parts and then um, I put the scores in a in a chart so they can visually see yes what they've scored themselves and let's let's get potential of where they can be Oh, that's amazing. I love that because when you really think about it in um, client consulting business, so for example, if someone, I don't know, someone's listening and you're wondering, "Mm, how does this relate to anything? To put it as simple as possible, if Monique was a um, a life coach um, therapist and I put ads out on Facebook to say, sign up now for your free consultation or sign up to be to speak to an expert about changing your life for the better right so Mm -hmm. someone signs up jessica signs up and she says um okay the call is going to be monday at 3 p.m monique gets on the call monday at 3 p.m and i'm just asking simple question i probably don't have a i think my process is great but i'm missing so much i'm missing the follow-up so you basically come in and the agency will come in and say okay this is how you would streamline this so once you first meet that client you can take them through the entire onboarding audit and everything perfect yeah correct like looking at systems like there's something you said there the person can book their call do they know where to book their call where's the link to book their call like how are they booking their call Mm -hmm. are you pre-qualifying your leads we can't just work with everyone and that's what I've seen in the first few months that I was working as a VA I was working with everyone so this isn't just for certain business owners it's for all business owners we all want to make money we all want to save time and we all want to scale but let's do it strategically and with the right systems in place and you know like let's stop using manual systems make this automated make it work for everyone um but make it personal to your to your um business and for your clients as well that is amazing i Maybe because I'm a marketing geek, this is like, you're speaking my language. I'm just like, yes, yes, automation, um, auditing, because that's one of the things that I am big with. You just mentioned it. It's not working with everyone, not saying um, you're above or anything, but you have to know your niche in anything that you're doing. It is super important for you to know your niche and you water that Mm -hmm. so you can grow a garden Mm -hmm. from that. Because if you're like you're saying, accepting all these clients like you initially did when you started your bandwidth becomes too thin and you're not able to focus on the thing that you know, right? Like you are probably a genius at one thing, but you know a plethora of things, but you have to hone in on that one thing. So that's amazing that you're able to. Go and study and honor your craft and don't be scared to say no. You don't have to say yes all the time. And a lot of people are scared to say no, even Mm -hmm. not just in business, in life. Like, oh, I can't say no. Mm -hmm. Put boundaries. Boundaries will let you grow and boundaries work. Like they're super important. Super, super super important thanks for that amanda i really really love that now um how hard was it to decide um to rebrand because rebranding is super super 
challenging. And if you do it at the wrong time or you rebrand to the wrong thing, you can kind of lose everything that you have going, right? All the momentum mm-hmm. that you have and coming into that first year of business, that's really where you're working the hardest. So how hard was it for you to say, okay, it is time to rebrand? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily hard because I'd made the decision a few months back and I wasn't in a line with the old brand, as it were. And and I was like, I can do so much more. And sometimes having your, like, you know, it's dependent on each business, everyone for each to their own. I just felt like having my face as part of the brand, it didn't need to be that anymore. Like, um, I can still give great value through my um like my socials and the content that I put out not necessarily having to be me um and there's companies that do it I mean people beg to differ and they'd be like no people buy from people and so forth Mm -hmm. but um yeah I think it, it just went with where I am at in my life as well like starting fresh starting new and I was like why wouldn't I do that with my business as well like yeah it just felt a bit stagnant and old okay now, we've seen you featured on um, the first, one of the first interviews I saw once you started the business was on, was it CVTV? What was it? Um, it was on CBJ. CBT, yes, on CBTVJ. And then, you know, Forbes articles and all these features are coming in. Um, how, how does it feel to know that something you finally decide to jump into and say, you know what, I'm putting my all in to see kind of pay off where all of these things start to like, put momentum behind it and put fire under it and lighting it up. How was that for you? I had to slap myself because I was like, <laughs> is this me? Like, it made, not that it didn't make any sense, but um, I was so grateful, really, really grateful. And I was just like, this is what happens when you take action. Yes. So the, you just have to take action. Like you, we all have a parachute and it will open and you will eventually land. You may not land in the field that you're set out for, but you will land. And yeah, the, the lesson that I took away from that was look what happens when you take action. Look what happens when you follow your vision. Look what happens when you put things in place and just have smallest belief in yourself. Because it wasn't like, you know, I was like, listen, I'm doing this and mm-hmm, everyone's mm-hmm. going to love me. And uh, no, I was literally closing my eyes. I remember it was my birthday last year and I closed my eyes and I pressed it and I was like, I want this it said, yeah. Like, I was so <laughs> timid. And then, yeah, it blew up and I was just like, that's what you get for taking action and support as well. Like my family, everyone supported me. Everyone yes. was behind me. And I think, yeah, when you first do it, you're just like, oh, anyone going to get it? No one even knows what it is. And mm-hmm. But the support has been and still is phenomenal. And it's good to have a good team. And I feel like you have mm-hmm. an amazing team of people that are with you, whether it's friends or family. Um, mm-hmm. So having a good team to kind of push you and keep you in like in a safe space where no matter if you, yeah, yeah, no matter if you fail or not, like at least you're doing it and you have that support behind you. Yeah, so blessed, so blessed. And just like hardworking family members as well. Like I remember when we were in Bali, Monique's sitting there on her laptop like, yeah, I can't turn up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, at that time I was still, I was still in the office. So I couldn't, even though I was on vacation, because I was the head of a department, I couldn't be on vacation. I still had to work and Correct. do all these but things. But then that was inspiring as well. And that's all part of it as well, because my life has changed and I'm always on my phone and I'm always answering emails and stuff. And it must look rude to people, but it's like, this is my living. This is what I've now put myself into. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is what I'm doing. But like, as for the support, 
the support is there because people understand like the, the people around me understand and yeah there's inspiration all around as well that's amazing so. you know it's funny you say that and i'm just gonna side side note <laughs> Um, I used to be one of those people that you just speak about that says, oh, it's rude to someone's doing something while, and now I get it. Like, I look at people so different now. It's just like, okay, if I'm out Mm -hmm. to dinner and the person across from me is on their phone, as long as they're not like on Instagram posting selfies or something, you know? Yeah, that's different because I do put my phone away, but if I take it out and I've got an email or there's something urgent or it's like something's come up whilst I'm going to dinner, I'm going to do both. Um, as much as I do like to be present and you know I do feel away but I'm like I'm making money (laughs) give people grace if you're listening to this and you're not that person and you're (laughs) dating someone in that arena give them grace because it's not being rude it's also and yes people are gonna be like well it's a time and a place for everything absolutely but money doesn't sleep so no it doesn't and if you're a one-man band as well like you know or even if you're not a one-man band but if you're the head of something then a lot of decisions lie on you and Mm. things need answering and and it's not you know there's no sometimes there's no fires that need putting out no one's burning no one's dying but um yeah sometimes it bees like that so So what is next (laughs) for the brand um i know that you just rebranding you're doing um the onboard process and strategies what is next for the brand so just to um get that out the awareness of it it is new a lot and get people understanding um through the content that i'm putting out as well understanding that um it's important it's the first steps for to for your clients Mm -hmm. so it's super important um, and yeah, understanding the difference between client experience and um, customer service and um, putting out case studies. There's so many brands that have great client experience. So um, sometimes you have to put things out visually and use case studies for people to understand as well. So um, yeah, going, doing marketing, <laughs> your space. So doing a lot of marketing. Talk to us a little bit about, um, we speak, we spoke about processes earlier and some of the mm-hmm. softwares and stuff that, um, you kind of help businesses. If there is someone listening that, uh, just doesn't know where to start, what would your recommendation be for the first thing, the initial thing for them to, before even getting to someone like yourself, how do I audit my personal brand and see if I need help in this area or not? Because a lot of people don't recognize that, right? Um, so where would you, what, what information would you be able to give to anyone, if any at all? Because I know sometimes it's just like, mm, uh, nah, come to me first. <laughs> no, no, no. Look at what you're good at and what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. Look at what you like and what you don't like. Look at what you understand and don't understand. And everything that is no or don't is in the box. You you outsource that. That's when you go and get help for that. And Because you're outsourcing it to a professional where they're working on it all the time. Use them definitely use them I think a lot of people when they start businesses as well you don't have to go all out you don't need to go big so I built this website because I thought well I need a website to start my business theoretically you don't you can start with just Instagram you can start Mm -hmm. with just Facebook if you wanted to have a link to a scheduler as long as there's a way for people to contact you you're good and then you can build upon that like don't don't put so much pressure on yourself there's there's a lot of pressure and competition, especially, you know, I didn't even know that part of Instagram, that little corner of Instagram existed with all these virtual assistants that are worldwide and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, what is this? And then you get into it 
and there's a lot of competition people saying that you should do this and that and um just do what's right for you that's that's what that's the advice i'd give so yeah feel what's right for you in your business look at what you like what you don't like what you understand and what you don't understand and anything like i said that you don't understand or you don't like you you go and get help with those things or you research if you do want to do it yourself because sometimes people don't have the money mm-hmm. so um study it study it yourself as well um and don't don't feel shy to reach out to the professionals not necessarily to pick their brain but asking one or two questions people don't mind that okay perfect and do you offer um do you offer consulting for your services yeah so i offer the i have like a free 15 minute um and then um yeah so the audit the, the actual audit is a 90 minute consultation um with recommendations and and showing the audit yeah. and then if it comes out of it and you want to go with my recommendations and you want me to build out systems I can do that as well so there's like two parts two parts okay um and the first part is really just like that first 15 minute briefer to say oh well yes i can help you because like you said yeah. it's not just saying yes to everything uh-huh. everything doesn't yeah, work exactly. with the brand right right Correct. perfect perfect yeah. um and just winding down here obviously you know <laughs> we, she's kind of dropped some of the locations in the interview throughout but we know that you're a free spirit and you are a traveler right um how has traveling kind of helped you be better at the person that you are? Because like you mentioned earlier, you can just, you're one of the people I love because I can say, Amanda, let's do this. And you're out, right? You will travel by yourself. You go places. And I think that takes a special person to be able to get up and say, you know what? I don't feel well in this place. Let me go somewhere else. Like you speak about mm-hmm. right now, you're you're in Dubai, where mm-hmm. the last time I saw, I spoke to you, we were in Jamaica. You said, oh, I'm going to go home. You went, you, I don't even think you went home for two weeks good. And then you came <laughs> back out. So how has being a free spirit and being that type of girl kind of just bettered you as um, an individual? Um, I think I've always been a free spirit and looking back now you do things for your inner child right so mm-hmm. when I was younger my mum my mum worked for a bank and she worked on the trading floor decided okay I don't like this anymore I'm going to be made redundant and went and studied beauty and had a hair and beauty shop for 11 years mm-hmm. so I spent a lot of my time there but um I would also leave from there and go and sit in restaurants by myself. I'd go to the cinemas by myself. I'd go swimming by myself. And this is from the age of 11 upwards. And so it's, I've never been afraid to do, yeah. I've never been afraid to do things by myself. And I think once you know yourself, like I know myself fully, then that gives you the confidence to do things um, in other areas of your life as well. And just to be open-minded and, um, I love traveling because I love learning different cultures and understanding different parts of the world. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's no greater knowledge than, than that, than traveling. Like, and it, I'm not saying it always has to be somewhere exotic. It can be in the same country that you're in, but in a different part of the country, they live, they live differently. Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think, I think it goes back to that um, from just being a child and being like, I can't wait on, you know, my best friend to be like, yeah, I'm going to come or my parents to say, my parents gave me a lot of independence from a young age. I was walking home from school at like nine years old. And, and that, that has helped me definitely. 
That's amazing. So, yeah, sometimes that goes against you because people are intimidated by that, but. It works. It. If it works for you, it works for you. Absolutely. Amanda, this is really great. Tell us how, or tell the people how they can contact you or where they can find you and your services. Yes. Yeah, so many Instagram, um, it's abconsultancy underscore on Instagram. Um, you can find me there. There's a link in my bio where you can book in a free 15 minute consultation. Um, yeah, that's how you can find me. Perfect. <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much. I love you. Thank you. Hugs and I kisses. I love you too. Um, happy belated thank you birthday for to me. your brother. I saw it was his birthday uh, yeah. yesterday. 13 now, big <laughs> Grown man now, huh? Amanda, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching um, this episode of Conversation with Muse. If you like the content that you're seeing on the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Um, comment, share, tell your friends and family members about us. If you're listening to us on any of the streaming platforms and you want to see the visuals of what this looked like, go on YouTube and hit subscribe as well. Uh, thank you for watching this episode and I'll see you guys next time.